Well, hi there, and welcome back to Black and White, where we speak radical grace, raw truth, and real hope in a gray world. I'm your host, Denise Pass, with my amazing co-host, Micah Maddox, and we're so glad that you came back to listen in today. Here in March, we're doing a series on exploring the human condition within our culture. Today, we're going to talk about handling temptation. I think we need some dramatic music there, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) I do, too. Handling temptation. This is such a... Oh, it's a needed topic, but it's a tough one mm-hmm. because it's not something we want to talk about. Right. <laughs> it is not something that is easy to talk about because even though I know you well, Denise, I don't want to tell you how I'm tempted, right? Mm-hmm. It's just not something that is easy to to think about or to talk about, but I think it's relevant and we need to. And when we look into the truth of God's word, you know, we have a good example of how to deal with temptation in the person of Jesus. Amen. You know, Jesus is tempted by the devil, and Jesus so clearly gives us the perfect way to deal with temptation. Now, Jesus is perfect, mm-hmm. which makes it seem <laughs> impossible for us to deal with yeah. it this way, but this is what he says. He says, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. It is written, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. It is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. All of these verses out of Matthew chapter 4 as Jesus is literally telling the devil, hey, you know what God's word says? Mm -hmm. God's word gives me the way to avoid temptation. And if I could say myself, hey, devil, it's written that I'm going to A, B, C, D, right? Um, It sounds so perfect and so simple when we see Jesus as our example, but how do we really apply this in our own lives? That's a great question because we can tend to rationalize, right? Oh, that's (laughs) such an ugly word. It is. We need to counter temptation with truth and ask for God's grace to overcome. God's truth is our lifesaver when we are surrounded by a sea of temptations. Have you ever noticed, though, that sometimes the enemy also tries to use God's word? So he started in the beginning, right, with Eve. Mm -hmm. Did God really say that, Eve? Did God really say that if you eat that piece of fruit? Right? Exactly. Oh, and I'm like, man, he started with the woman right away. He tried to deceive her, and he tries to deceive us. And he is doing well in our culture, isn't he? Oh, wow. Yes. Well, it's, it's funny, too, because if we would look at it through the lens of God's truth, you know, if Eve in that moment would have paused and said, hmm, why would I want to now eat a piece of fruit that is supposed to make me into God's image? Right. You know, I would have been a lot more tempted if it was like a donut. <laughs> right? A donut and a Dr. Pepper. I would have been like, You yes. all heard it now. We know your temptation. <laughs> but yeah, temptation deceives us mm. and our flesh deceives us. This is why I think it's so difficult. Not just the rationalization, but we get deceived. We get lost and disillusioned because We do sometimes bite that fruit, too, if we're honest. We take just subtle and subtle things that we do. And, you know, um, I believe the enemy works in degrees, meaning it's just subtle, subtle influence in our lives. Something that we do where we say, well, I know this is wrong, but I'll just kind of 
it's okay if I just do it a little. Like, I'll watch this movie that has cursing in it, and I'll just, you know, you know, I don't know, sometimes in our family we've done blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> or fast forward. But, you know, I've told my kids recently, I don't want to pollute myself. Mm. If I know that it is going to have cursing, and you can look that up on IMDb, I don't even want to tempt myself, even though, okay, I'm not really tempted to curse, if I'm honest. But you know what? Apart from God's grace, we all could fall. And I just don't want to watch something that's vile because Psalm 101 says to walk in our house with a blameless heart. That is so beautiful. I think this is so countercultural. Yes. Because, you know, our kids are bombarded. And my, I know my kids go to a Christian school, and yet they'll come home and they'll be like, all of my friends saw... And they'll tell me a movie, and I know the message of the movie is, you know, worldly. It's mm-hmm. it's driven by the world. It's driven by those who are not believers. And I'm like, it's it's not that bad, but do we really want to fill our minds with it? You know, maybe it's right. not filled with curse words, but the message of it is something that would be contrary to God's word, contrary to the beliefs that we would want to uphold in our family. So why would we want to fill our minds with it. The the enemy is so deceptive. He is, and I think the reason we do is because the flesh yeah. wants it, right? Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, it's our flesh rising up. And when we feed our flesh by giving into that temptation, we mm-hmm. weaken the spirit. But when we feed the spirit with God's word and say no to temptation, mm-hmm. we get stronger and we're able to uh, face temptations with more strength. Yeah, I think it's so true. I think, you know, temptation starts young, right? It starts as little Mm -hmm. tiny babies and kids. And I know for me, I have a vivid memory. When I was five years old, I was in this store with my mother, and I looked over across the wall, and there was these earrings. Mm. And there was a whole wall of earrings. But there was this one pair, and they were purple, and they were sparkly. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I want those earrings so bad. And I don't even think I asked my mother if I could have them. You know, it wasn't like I asked and she said no. It was Mm -hmm. just, I see those, I want those, and I'm going to get those. And I remember reaching up and taking the little earrings. They were on a card, you know. Mm. And I pulled those earrings off the car and I pulled the back off and I put the back back on and I had the two little earrings in my hand and I was holding them tight and afterwards we went to Sonic mm-hmm. and we're sitting at Sonic and I was so convicted I was like <laughs> oh no my mother is gonna find out and even worse if the police find out I'm gonna go to jail <laughs> and so I rolled my window down and you know it wasn't in one of the electric windows like we have now I cranked the window with my little five-year-old arm with all my might and I took those earrings and I snuck my hand over the edge of the window and I dropped them out mm. the window thinking if I let go of them now I'll be free right yeah. <laughs> and my mom turned and she looked at me and she was like what was that sweetie I'm like hmm, nothing <laughs> and she got out went around and picked up those earrings she made me go back into that store Mm-hmm. and apologized to the woman. And I was sobbing. I was the shyest little girl ever. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing there with these purple earrings saying, I'm so sorry that I did this. But it goes all the way back to the temptation yes. of me seeing and wanting lust of the flesh, lust mm-hmm. of the eyes, you know, pride. and then the pride of life came in at Sonic. You know, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I dropped those. And I think, man, how do we deal with it as a little child? 
Mm-hmm. I was convicted. Good. That That's a good sign, right? And now as an adult, there's still things I see, I want, and now I know better, you know, not to take and not to, you know, shoplift. Right. But there's other... We're glad to know that. Right. I know. <laughs> yes, please don't come to my house. Um, so I think that as we looked at temptation, we kind of need to become like the little child. Mm. You know, we need to become That's like the good. little child because... As a child, we're convicted easily. We're convicted quickly. And our hearts were more sensitive back then, right? Yes. So now, how do we now be sensitive in a desensitized culture? Well, you know, I have a confession to to make. Oh, no! You didn't know this was confession hours with Micah and Denise. All right, we know donuts and Dr. Pepper. I will not have those around this girl or wear purple earrings. No. But I think we're sisters separate at birth because I was also five. Uh, but the problem is, well, actually, you're a little bit more fashionable than I am. I was tempted by food. <laughs> Which is unfortunately still something I struggle with, but I digress. But uh, so I was five when we were standing in a convenience store and I saw the package of certs. This is awesome. (laughs) Calling my name. And, you know, I'm probably dating myself because I don't even know. Do they still make certs? I don't know. I don't even know. (laughs) Never mind. Okay. Um, She takes it back. (laughs) But I still remember asking. For the search. So I did ask, okay? Oh, yeah. I was a little bit more hardened than you were. <laughs> and I applauded how I could satisfy my want. This is something I talk to my children about as well. We have to rule our wants rather than let our wants rule us. And that day, I let my wants rule, and I took those certs, and right when we got in the car, I popped them in my mouth, crunch, crunch. <laughs> And then, yeah, I think I may may have, uh, I don't think I tried to throw them out the window. I wasn't going to (laughs) waste. I wasn't feeling that bad about it. (laughs) But my mom, you know, said, what, what is that? You know, and suddenly I'm, you know, guilt, you know, oh. Oh, my goodness. And we have to go back and apologize. Of course, I had already eaten some of the evidence, but. Oh, no. (laughs) So I think, you know, it's one of those things, and I've had it with my children as well. I think it's training them up to recognize that want, and to be able to battle temptation because they're going to have to do that. Just as we as adults still have to do that, we have to choose to stay. Are we going to have life or death? Are we going to obey God or not? And, you know, it may be funny to talk about being five with a package of certs, but if that is not dealt with, when we're older and we continue to feed the flesh, it can lead to big problems. Yeah, I think if we really know the the foundation of the temptation, okay, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. You know, that's what the Bible tells us is the the top, the main. Mm -hmm. And everything kind of falls under one of those areas. And so as we know that we are going to struggle with these, then we look at our lives and our relationships and our responsibilities So we look at our marriages, okay? I know that in my marriage, the enemy wants to come to kill and steal and destroy, right? So how Mm -hmm. am I going to avoid temptation 
in my marriage? Well, I have to know, okay, the lust of the flesh, that could potentially yes. be a issue in my marriage. So how am I going to avoid temptation in that area? And then we look at the you know lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes. And sometimes we put this all on husbands, you know, the mm-hmm. lust of the eyes. And we're like, don't look, <laughs> you know, don't look at her. Or, you know, you know, this day and age, I've heard the phrase porn in your pocket. You know, our kids and the next generation are being brought up with Mm -hmm. so much access. It's so easy to get pornography. When we Mm -hmm. were growing up, you know, the boys had to really search for it, right? Yes. And they always say the boys, but if you look at the statistics, it's equally boys mm-hmm. and girls. And I don't know if you realize this, but the I think the average age of children these days is between seven and nine of their first exposure to pornography. Mm-hmm. So that is a eye-opening statistic. What a young, young age that they are faced with such unbelievable potential for destruction, right? You know, yes, and I I just want to inject some hope here. Though it is so easy, we can make our homes a refuge. We can guard our eyes with the movies we watch, with the music we can guard our ears with what music we listen to, and we can train our children the way they should go, and there's hope in that. Because even when they make mistakes, God forgives. Hmm. And he's able to set us free from our temptations. I love that. And, you know, Denise, you're coming from five children, right? And <laughs> yes. they're all older children. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so as you speak, I just love it because it's just such a voice of wisdom. I'm right in the thick of parenting. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got a two-year-old, a seven-year-old, a 10-year-old, and 11-year-old. You know, so I'm right in the middle of it. So that gives such hope to people like me in my stage of life to know that, it, and a responsibility, mm-hmm. to know that we can you know, really build the walls around our home, not to shelter our kids, but to nurture their hearts. Yes. You know, and we can be in the world and not of the world. Amen. And as our culture is bombarding our kids with images and and music and things that are just totally against Mm. anything that God would ever be glorified by, we have the opportunity to pour into them and to help them avoid the temptations that they are going to face and help them to be armed and ready when they do face it and when they do come up with it. In fact, there's a book, um, Good Pictures, Bad Pictures is what it's called. Mm. And it helps people in my stage of life with children between like the ages of 7 and 12 to really identify and realize how to protect our brains. Mm. And in that, when we learn how to protect our brains, then the parents can come alongside with God's Word and say, and we're also protecting our hearts, right? And Mm. we're doing that because we love God so much. Mm -hmm. And God, we're created in His image, and He loves us so much. And that's so important to understand the motivation of our hearts in it because it can become a, a list of legalistic things you have to do. But when we understand our heart is to protect our children, but they have to live in this world and be able to combat evil. Right. And so oh, yeah. we have to train them up to be able to do that. They're going to have to have that knowledge of evil at the right time through God's truth. I think that's the radical grace portion here is we're going to face temptation. Mm. All of us, our kids and us. You know, we can't excuse ourselves and say, oh, I don't face temptation anymore. We do. We will face temptation, but Jesus always offers forgiveness, Mm. even when we mess up. And then the raw truth is that, you know what? Jesus was tempted just like we are, and the Bible promises a way out. 
Amen. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you, James 4, 7 says. And then we have real hope. We have real hope that we have the Word of God that we can cling to and we can run to in any temptation. And I think that running, that action of running when we realize that we are faced with temptation is key. Truth, the Word, delivers us from temptation. Amen. Today, you have been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth. (laughs) 